Hallelujah. Praise God. One more again. He is truly blessing us with his word. Um, I'm Evangelist Henry Lee coming before you one more again. Um, let us start off with, with a word of prayer. Um, God is really leading us this year into prayer. And not only that, he's leading us to prayer and sowing seeds and, and giving seeds and in prayer. And we want to continue on with that. Hallelujah. We want to continue on in blessing the name of the Most High God and lift Him up and giving Him glory because it is in Him we live and move and have our very, very being. Glory to God. Um, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil, for thy is the kingdom, the power, the glory, forever. Amen and amen. And go with me real quick to the book of St. John, chapter 4. Um, this is a series I've been teaching on. I'm going to call it a series because I don't preach on it and taught on it three times. This is going to be the third time. Then I do believe I'm going to leave it alone. Um, but I, it's, it's a series called, Who Are the Real Jews? Glory to God. Some people saying that there are the Jews that are in Israel and Jerusalem uh, right now. Some say no, the real Jews are the black folks because of all the persecution and things they be going through. Some say no, 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 no. It can't be the black folks because they're not a certain color. <laughs> and all that stuff and all that jazz. Wow. But as I've said before and I'll say again, all you got to do is let the Bible... Um, break down to you and show you the answers that are in your head or in your heart. And once you start reading the Bible, you understand that the Jews are not a skin color. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But the real Jews are the ones who believe on Jesus Christ. And we discussed that earlier. Hallelujah. And we're getting ready to go back into it again. I'm going to show you some of the book of St. John chapter 4 that really messed me up. I just seen it myself. And I've been reading these passages of scripture for years. But I've never really seen them like this before. Hallelujah. Uh, go with me to the book of St. John chapter 4 and around verse number 21. Now, excuse me. I, I'll start reading at verse number 19. All this is good. We'll start reading at verse number 19. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. This is a woman at the will speaking to Jesus after Jesus told her. Um, her business and sometimes when you run into somebody that uh, has an anointing on them and anointing in them and a real uh, uh, anointed and powerful man of God that has a gift of prophecy and, and different things in him sometimes he can read your mail sometimes now there are some people out there saying they can read somebody's mail they ain't really doing anything but they're saying they is but I don't see some prophets didn't have a word or didn't have a word of prophecy I'm like man what kind of pro I mean What's, what's, what kind of prophecy is what's going on with this here? <laughs> Glory to God. But when you run into a real prophet, you're like, oh, my God, this person is reading my mail. And that's what Jesus did to her. He told her her business. And she said, well, sir, I perceive you are a prophet. Now, watch this. Our fathers worship on this mountain. This is St. John chapter 4 around verse number 20. She says, our fathers worship on this mountain. And you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. 
<laughs> to me, it sounds like she's trying to make a distinction on where in particular places one also worship. She's saying, well, we should worship on this mountain. And she's saying when the Jews are saying you should worship at Jerusalem. But watch this. Watch what Jesus tells her. And it's going to freak me out. Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, the hour is coming. When you were neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem, worship the Father. Jesus said the hour is coming. Well, what is he talking about, though? <laughs> is he telling her that she can't worship on the mountain? Is he telling her that she can't worship at Jerusalem? He said, I was coming when you shall not at this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. Now watch this. You worship what you do not know. He's saying you don't even know what you're worshiping. Watch this. You, wouldn't, you worship what you do not know. And we know what we worship for salvation is of the Jews. Salvation is of the Jews. But there's coming a time and a place where Jesus is saying that you shall neither at this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. Because there was coming a time where the Jews will be taken out of Jerusalem. They'll be taken out of the place and scattered. But because they scattered abroad, does that mean does that mean they're not Jews or real Jews? <laughs> and he says salvation is of the Jews well what is salvation well that's the death burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ believing on that salvation is of the Jews so those who are saved those who believe on Jesus Christ those are the ones that are the real Jews now glory to God the Jews has nothing to do with a location and some part it does have to do with lineage lines uh, according to the flesh. But that's not what saves you. In order to be saved, you have to be a believer on Jesus Christ. That's what he's telling them. That's what he's telling this, this young lady right here. That's what else he tells her. He says this, God is a, God is spirit. God is spirit. God is spirit. People, can't, people keep trying to put God on a portrait on a wall and try to make him have long hair and a long beard and, and try to make him a particular color and, and all that stuff. God is spirit. So as God is spirit, then what are you that believe on Jesus Christ? <laughs> Your spirit also. Hallelujah. Being a real Jew is a spiritual thing. It never was a carnal thing. It was never meant to be um, a black and white thing. It was never meant to be a, just a, just about a particular location. Hallelujah. You, you'll be surprised right now how many people are telling folks they're not real Jews. You have Jews right now telling other Jews they're not real Jews. And neither one of them believe on Jesus Christ. And believe that Jesus Christ is a came in the flesh and is died on the cross. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Think about that for a minute. <laughs> Listen, that's what Jesus told him. He said, God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. In order to be the real Jew, you're going to have to learn how to worship God in spirit and truth. Because when you start worshiping God in spirit and truth, you're going to find out something about being this real, these real Jews. You're going to find out if you don't believe in Jesus, then not so. You're going to find out this thing is not by birthright. 
But you're going to have to be born again. Because if all you're trying to do is just go off birthright, hallelujah, then you got a rude awakening. Because you have to believe on Jesus Christ. He's telling this woman that it's a Samaritan. That's not a Jew according to um, the, the, what they believe in the area and the time and the day. But it's telling her, woman, if you're going to worship me, you gotta be, it's got to be done in spirit and truth. It, 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 it don't have to be on this mountain. It don't have to be at Jerusalem. You're going to have to get in the spirit to get this thing. A rebel shot. See, some of you right now, you can't get what I'm teaching and you can't get what I'm saying. And some are even offended when I'm telling them that the real Jews are the ones that believe on Jesus Christ. Because this thing cannot be caught in the flesh. This thing has to be caught in the spirit. You got to understand this was a spiritual thing. God is related to you by spirit. God is communicating to you through spirit. God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Not at this, not at not a, a particular mountain. No, not at uh, not at Jerusalem. It, it don't matter if you're in Germany, England. It don't matter if you're in Canada, New York. It don't matter in the name of Jesus. If you worship God, it has to be done in spirit and truth. And when you start worshiping God, spirit and truth, you're going to find out something that we all in the family of God. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean through birthright, God has forgotten about his people? God forbid. No. No. God has not cast away his people as far as um, them, them being um, them being Jew and we being Gentile as far as we um, God provoking his own people to, um, to jealousy. N no. No. He still has a plan for them. But we are have been engrafted in with them. We have been engrafted in with the, with, with the family of God. We belong there. <laughs> we have a seat at the table now. Because we believe on Jesus Christ. And we're just waiting for everybody else to believe also. And to be, in, and to be, be fellowship as one. See, this was the thing that was going on with Peter in the book of Acts chapter 10. He didn't want to go preach to some people who weren't Jews. By birth. He didn't want to go preach to them by birthright. They were Jews. So he didn't want to go, he didn't want to go preach to them that was not Jewish. So he was like, well, they're not Jewish. So I don't, I don't want to go. And God had to correct them. Hold on, son. Hold on for a minute. What God is clean is you can't call them coming unclean. Go and preach the gospel. For all I've died for the sins of the whole world. And the true Jews are the ones who believe in me. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's what the problem God had with his own. That's what the problem Jesus had with his own people when he came out and walked the earth. They didn't believe in him. He came to his own, his own received him not. So he went to the Gentiles. And showed them the mystery that they too shall be saved, delivered, and set free. Do you believe in the mystery? Can, can, I, can I show you something else? The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us. All things, Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. I'm the Christ. And watch this. Go me to 2 Corinthians chapter 3 around verse 17. Let me show you something real quick. Who are the real Jews? The ones who, who worship Jesus in spirit and truth. The ones who going to worship God in spirit and truth. Who are the real Jews? The ones who believe on Jesus Christ. 
So what you're saying, preachers, the real Jews are not the ones who have the birthright as far as the lineage line tracing all the way back to Abraham? No. I'm not saying it at all. God forbid. But I am saying is that it doesn't matter if you're Jewish, it doesn't matter if you're Catholic, it doesn't matter if you're Methodist, it doesn't matter if you don't believe in Jesus Christ, then you're lost. But not all will be lost. Because there's some right now who will never believe in Jesus Christ until the Antichrist shows up and starts implementing that one world government. And they say, no, we can't worship this. We have to worship God. And some are going to be saved that way. Can I show you something real quick? Second Corinthians chapter 3, around verse 17. Watch this now. The Bible says this. Now the Lord is that spirit, is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The Lord himself is that spirit. How are you going to worship God in spirit and truth? By believing on his son, Jesus Christ. That's a revelation that you got to catch. Jesus told a woman that they that worship God must worship God in spirit and truth. How are you going to worship God in spirit and truth? By believing on his son, Jesus Christ. And that's why he was speaking to her. And she started talking about the Messiah. He said, I am the Messiah. I'm the that whole thing, that whole conversation, they could have believed on Jesus Christ. Now, since she believed on Jesus Christ, now it don't matter if she's at the mountain. It don't matter if she's at Jerusalem. It don't matter if she's at, uh, in the Poconos. It don't matter if she's in the Bahamas. It don't matter where she's at. She is in the family of God as long as she believes in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Some of you right now have been told because you don't go to a certain church and not saved. Some been been told. Some of you been told if you don't speak in tongues, you ain't saved. Some of you been told a lot of things about your salvation, and you've been listening to a lot of folks about your salvation except the Bible and except what God said about you. The Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Liberty from liberty from um, the, the 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 um mandate of the law to keep the whole law. Liberty from hell and death. I feel like preaching, but hold on for a minute. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Go me real quick to Galatians chapter 3. If you got your Bible, work your Bible out a little bit. Galatians chapter 3, and I'm going to read at verse 1. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 1 says this. Oh foolish Galatians. Paul is writing a letter to the church of Galatea. Uh, and, and somebody has came along in the church and preached another gospel and another Jesus. Somebody has came along and told the people in, in Galatea and in Galatia that um, they need to be saved. They can be saved by another way. And you got to be circumcised. There's some, there's some preachers right now telling people they need to be saved by another way. There are some celebrities telling people they can be saved by another way. And Paul says this to those people who believe in they can be saved by any other way besides Jesus. Because we got to find out some things here. He says this, oh foolish Galatians. So what he's saying is, you're a fool if you believe that you can be saved any other kind of way besides Jesus. Who has, who has bewitched you? It's to preach another gospel is witchcraft. To preach another Jesus is witchcraft. To tell somebody they can be saved by works or their good looks or by how much they don't gave to the church is witchcraft. Who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed, crucified among crucified among you? Who has bewitched you, he says, whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified? 
who has be with you. This only want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Did you receive the Spirit? Did you receive the Spirit? Did you receive Jesus Christ by the works of the law? Because the Lord is that Spirit, right? Did you receive Jesus Christ by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish? Are you so foolish? Having begun in the Spirit, are you not made perfect by your own flesh? That's what preachers are preaching to people right now. They're telling you that you can you get saved by Jesus, but remain perfect by your own earthers and your own flesh. The devil is a lie. Have you suffered so many things in vain? Or if you indeed have believed in vain? Therefore, he who su su supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Just as Abraham believed God and was accounted to him for righteousness, when you believe, therefore know that the only those those who are are of faith are the sons of Abraham. Listen, this, the Jewish nation started with Abraham. So what God is saying through Paul here is that when you believe on Jesus Christ, you become a son of Abraham. You become the real Jews. I got to stop right here. You become the real Jews. You become the sons of Abraham. You become the sons of faith. So it don't matter what skin color you are. Do you believe on Jesus Christ? And if you can believe on Jesus Christ. Then you are the sons of Abraham. You are the sons of faith. God bless you and keep you. I'm coming to you live from the parking lot. Giving you the word of the Lord as I wait. For the manifestation of the glory of God in your life. Listen, if it's a word, then I must have did it. And if it's not, then I wasn't with it. Stay committed.